What's up, Sideline Story family? It's another episode of the Sideline Story, man. I got two great guests right here, man. Two uh, brand owners, Javion and Kimani. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, guys. Do you want to start first? Uh, what's up, Sideline family? My name uh, is Javion Stone. I'm the owner of uh, Seven Figures Clothing Brand. Um, originally, I'm from Mississippi. I was born, uh, born in Mississippi, uh, moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, when I was in fourth grade. Um, currently, I'm a student at UAB, uh, majoring in kinesiology, pre-PT. Um, 21 years old. And, yeah, that's about it. Right. All right, what's up, y'all? This is Kimani. Um, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I was born, actually, in Richmond, Virginia, um, and moved to Nashville when I was in about fifth grade. Um, came down to Birmingham in 2016 to go to UAB. I'm currently still at UAB studying um, business management. I graduate this semester, and I'm also a uh, pre-dentistry, and I am 23 years old. And I forgot to say, I am the owner of Mahora Co. Thank you guys for that introduction, man. So we're going to go ahead and get it started, bro. Growing up, man, we're both of y'all, you know, big on fashion guys. Um, so for me, he wasn't, uh, <laughs> no, like when you, when you say you talking about in terms of like, liking, yeah, liking. like, were you always like the best dress, liking, you know, oh, new, new style, stuff like that. I, I know I wasn't. And that was just because like my mom, she was a, uh, she was a single parent. So really and truly, I used to always like look at the kids in the neighborhood who had all like the new J's and stuff. Like I always have liked that type of stuff, but I just never could afford it. So mm-hmm. when I was around like 14, 15, and I started working, that's when I really started, you know, buying J's, buying clothes and stuff like that. So I've always liked fashion. It's just, you know, about having the funds to be able to, you know, afford it and whatnot. Yeah. yeah that's that about the same with me for real, for real. Like, I wasn't really like, you know, everybody got new fits coming, you know, first day of school yeah. fits, you know, stuff like that. But like, as far as just, you know, really trying to, you know, really into fashion like that. Not for real until I really got to high school. I feel like that's when everybody really kind of get into fashion. Though. Yeah, that's when they pick up mostly, yeah. for real. But, yeah. Man, next, bro, so for both of y'all, I guess, when did y'all decide, like, all right, bro, let me start a brand, and how did it come about? Well, um... Like I said, I wasn't really big into fashion. I was, I'm, I was, of course, everybody want to look good, but like, it's not, I ain't going to say I was just the best dressed person, yeah. you know, coming out of high school and, you know, going, coming to college or whatever. But I feel like what, what made me start my brand really was, uh, my line brother, Tris. Like I used to work with him on his clothes or with his clothes and brand or whatever when he first started. And, uh, Basically, just seeing, like, how it worked and stuff like that. Of course, I didn't know, like, the knowledge that I have now about, you know, owning a clothing brand. But, you know, just learning different stuff about it then. And, you know, shoot, when I got to college, that's when I really, like, started getting into fashion and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. being around the people that I was around or whatever. So, um, I just felt like, shoot, I, I pay other people for their clothes. You feel me? So Why can't you I feel like yours? I could do it. I yeah. feel like I'm creative enough to to come up with my own clothing and, and you know put a message behind it. You feel me? So yeah. that's kind of how I started mine. Key? Um, I know for me, I never you feel me thought I would have a clothing brand. Of course, um, similar to what Javion said, I um, used to help out with my line brother Triz as well 
with his clothing brand. And then, I mean, from there, I was kind of able to see how it operates, you know, in terms of inventory, where to get things, all of that. And so, I mean, even after that, I did not, you feel me, want to have a clothing brand um, when we started working together. But I feel like for me, it was just something that I stumbled upon to where it was like, I found a craft, you know, my craft is sewing. And um, when I started doing it, like I said, I had no intentions of, you know, creating a clothing brand, but it was just, you know, the feedback that I was getting from people from my work that made me decide, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do this because I already had the knowledge on, you know, how to run a clothing brand based off of working with my line brother. So it just was a, a easy opportunity and it was something that I feel like I couldn't pass up because I knew how to do it. So. And you're passionate Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was something I was passionate about because even i feel like both of us can say this like even when we were working um like with my line brother on his clothing brand it was something that we were both very passionate about like just looking forward to doing yeah like you look forward to doing stuff like that like you look forward to staying up late you know trying to find a new design trying to find a new style like it's just something that excites me you feel me so yeah that's good though man so javion with you you started off his dynasty first right right what made you change to seven figures or why didn't Dynasty keep it going? Okay, so like um when I when I first had Dynasty, like my message behind that was basically, you know, kinda it's kinda really self explanatory, like, you know, build your own dynasty, build mm-hmm. your own, you know, legacy and whatever you wanna do or whatever. Um, but to be honest, like that was literally like the first name that popped in my head when I was thinking about like making a clothing brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I kind of just ran with it. Like to be honest, like when I started my clothing brand, like when I first dropped my first pair uh, pair of sh- uh, shirts or whatever, like it literally only took me like I really didn't do no planning with it, like nothing like that. Like I literally just came up with a name made a design and put it on some shirt and that's really how my brand got birth for real like i ain't really put too much thought behind it for real for real but like after i started it and um like the message that i wanted to give out um uh, real really with dynasty i had started like a whole i started like a whole um like concept for it but i feel like it was too it was too like like it was too much to where I couldn't, I didn't know how to put it in words mm. uh, or not even put it in words, put it in a way for people to understand the concept. So um, I switched my name to seven figures. Um, and that just mean people be thinking like, you know, I'm saying I got money like that, you know, something <laughs> like that, but it ain't, it don't mean that it means like, you know, get into where you want to be financially, you know, yeah. whether that's, you know, having seven figures, eight figures, blase, blase, you feel me? Just hustle to get where you trying to get to, you feel me? And that's basically the message behind seven figures or whatever. And that's really why I changed it. For sure, for sure. Key, with you, with your name, where did it come from? And is there, you know, a big meaning behind that too? Um, so um, when I was about to start my brand, because like I said, of course, at first, when I first started, I was trying to figure out, like, if I was going to even give myself the name because I was just doing custom pants at first and it was something I was just doing for fun. I wasn't even charging people. So like when I kind of decided, okay, I'm going to make a brand out of it. Um, I was trying to find a name that was significant and related to me 
but then also I didn't want my name to be in English because I felt like it would be unique to have it in another language. Um, cause that's something that I've seen, you know, bigger brands, um, do before. So, yeah. you know, I kind of picked off of that. Um, and so, like I said, it took me, it took me a couple of weeks actually to kind of find a name. I know I was just running different things in different languages across my line, brothers, friends and family, just trying to see what they think. And it wasn't actually until it was one night I was riding around with my uh, girl and I was, um, talking to my line brother, also my business partner, Jay. And I was like, I had looked up my time in Spanish. And it was, of course, the politically correct way to say it is mi horror. And I was like, ooh, you know, I sent it to him. And you know how, you know how people be like, you send them something that's fine. They like, ooh, you know, that's yeah. the one. So, I mean, I took it. I was like, okay, we can do something with that. And then I added the co on the end. And I mean, that was that. And of course, like I said, it means my time in Spanish. So, you know, I just wanted to create something unique. And then also it's like, you know, when people see Mahora Cole, like you're going to have to ask me questions about my brand. Like you're going to have to ask me, what does it mean? Yeah. You know, so it's automatically creating that conversation. And it's easy to network just based off of the name. So. Yeah, for sure. What what all does your brand consist of? You said, you know, custom pants, but what else do you do? Um, So like I said, you know, I do the custom pants is what I started off with. Um. Also, I do tailoring and alterations on, you know, hoodies, pants, whatever, jeans. Um, and then as well, I have my own branded merchandise. So it's like street urban wear, such as, you know, track suits, long sleeve shirts, joggers, you know, all of that nature. So I call myself a triple threat. So. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a lot going for real, man. So, Javion, man, just with you. What's some things you got out now? You know, things you may have in the future. And man, under your sleeve a little man. bit. I ain't gonna lie. In the past, what'd you say? In the past, like three months or so, two months. Mm -hmm. In the past, like two months, like I feel like. And another reason why? Okay, we all have. Okay, me, Trez, and Kimani. We all have separate brands, but we also work together. You know, as well. And I feel like we just elevate each other, but it like the last two to three months, like I ain't gonna lie, we done came up on we done came up on what, you know, was gonna make us uh I guess bigger in this in this next year or whatever. But what I got out right now, I just got two I just got two um hoodies out right now. I got a zip up jacket, a high risk jacket, um, and then I got a heartbreak kids uh hoodie or whatever. Um, but in the future, you know, spring coming up, so I'm gonna have stuff like, you know, button ups, um, button up bottom and top, um, you know, t shirt designs, you know, stuff like that. We got we got a lot of things coming in twenty twenty one. It's gonna be a big year for us. For sure, for sure. Key, same question for you, man. Um, so right now, um I just recently dropped um I would say this is my first um real collection, uh my Love is Timeless collection. And it consisted of, you know, four different colorways of track suits, three different colorways of striped shirts. And then also I had three colors and hoodies and then three colors and some long sleeves. Um, and I'm also going to be dropping on like some exclusive colors as well that weren't on the original collection mm -hmm. closer to Valentine's Day. So that's what I've um, dropped recently. And I feel like um, in the future, I'm looking to kind of bring more of um like my custom pieces that I make at the house um, to life, you know, and 
kind of trying to get those out in the I'm trying to find a word for it. Um, basically, I'm trying to how can I put it? Get my custom pieces in bulk, like because for me, I'm only one person. So, say for instance, I make a custom flannel. It's hard for me to get that custom flannel to 100 people like I want to, just because, like I say, I'm only one person. So, I'm working on, like I say, bringing more of my custom stuff to life, and that's what you can look forward to in the spring for real. Seeing more of my my work, your own creation, yeah. So, man, Keith, when did you learn how to sew or the first time you started? What's the story behind that? Hold on. Let me, uh, I got to look at the date in my phone. I'm really tripping because I should know it. Uh, <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me see. I'm coming up on it. So, um, on April 27th. That's the day, uh, April 27, 2020, in the evening time. That was the day that I learned how to sew. Um, and the story behind that is it's interesting because it ain't gonna lie. It was really, it was really kind of like my girl fault that I stumbled upon it because I was, um, I was at home and I was trying to get some custom pants made, but I was gonna get someone overseas to make them through like um, this website called Alibaba where you could talk to like manufacturers in other countries or whatever. So yeah. I was talking to this guy and I'm like, you know, I want to sample these pants. I want you to do this, this and that. So like I'm I'm giving him the idea of how I want him to put the pants together. And he was telling me, okay, I can do it. Um, but it's going to be like $130, you know, because of course, you know, shipping from overseas is expensive or whatever. Yeah. And I was about to pay him too. And then I had told my girl and I showed her the pants, like just trying to say, are these five? You feel me? She was like, she basically was like, you know, nigga, if you don't, if you don't, you know, try to make them yourself. And, you know, of course, with me, I wasn't thinking that I was capable of even sewing because it's something that I tried a while back and I just had gave up, you know, because I ain't ain't really had the patience. But I feel like, you know, with the pandemic and everything going on, I kind of had a chance to sit in the house and learn. So, you know, okay, back to the story or whatever. So. I go to Walmart and I basically get a like some a needle and thread, just some little supplies. And I remember I had came home and I taped some fabric to my jeans and I walked in the bathroom because me and JV are roommates and I'm like, you know, what you think about this? And of course he's looking at me crazy because, you know, it ain't really it ain't look how it was supposed yeah. to look. So that that night I went home and I was up till, you know, of course late in the night sewing my first pair of jeans and Within five, literally within five minutes of watching a YouTube video, I learned how to hand stitch and I made my first pair of pants. And it was crazy because it was like during the process, I'm like, I've really been sewing all my life. Really, a lot of people, a lot of people have been sewing all their life, you know, tying up rubber bands, like whatever. It's literally the same concept. So once I got the concept down pack, it was over with. So, you know, like I say, that was that was how I. How I learned how to sew. I don't remember saying that to you. You said you said that when I was in the bathroom. I can go get the pants. I cut and everything. You ain't say nothing. You just look. (laughs) You was looking like, boy, what you doing? (laughs) I did because I remember because when I get an idea, like especially if I think it's gonna work out well, something I want to do asap. So like I'm talking about, I came straight home, cut the pants, cut the fabric, put it in, tried to show him like. Cause I'm like, I think I got a good idea, and of course, like I say, it didn't look up to par at the moment, but shit, now it's up. Now, you, now you're doing your thing, for sure. 
man, both of y'all, uh, just what is some, like, let's see what best way I need to put this. What is just some things, the tips about, like, what's the hardest part of being successful in the clothing brand business? Well, I mean. Or let's say what's some challenges y'all faced starting off and stuff like that. Some challenges I would say is resources, like as far as um, you know, but I I this just come with networking for real for real, but um resources uh and just doing your research, but resources um finding different you know, finding different types of clothes, just being different in your brand, you feel me? Like that's something like people really gotta you know be creative and. Up with for real, for real. Um, what else you would say is the difficulty in uh, owning a clothing brand or your clothing brand? You feel um, shoot, creativity and finding a way to stay relevant, yeah. Because with clothing, it's kind of one of those things where you always have to like stay on top of it. Like, okay, you may have like my first drop was just some t shirts, you know, that's the merchandise side, cool, but you know, okay, how am I going to follow up and even better than what I've done before and it's like that's something that you you constantly have to do especially when you're in a position like us where it's like you know I wouldn't even say that we're really successful, successful you know we're what not saying? really successful like yeah. I guess we're not successful in our eyes because mm-hmm. we looking at where we want to go to you yeah. know? like other people it may look like you know we doing good and stuff like that but you know you know once you once you get to a certain place you only looking forward you ain't looking at what you at right now you feel me so because uh, right now we kind of in the stage where you still have to, you know, get people to believe in what you're doing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. got to show them, like, you know, you know, I'm him. Like, you know, right. mm-hmm. I'm up too. But it's like in doing that, like I say, you're going to have to consistently try to find unique things to drop. Because once you get to where you want to get, that's when, you know, I feel like a lot of brands, your creativity might kind of fall back a little bit because at that point, you just selling the brand. Like, yeah. people just gonna wanna shop because it's Gucci or because it's too long there. Like, yeah. no matter what you drop, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could drop a pencil, somebody <laughs> gonna buy it because yeah. it say, you know. Because it say a certain brand. Name on that's, it. Just yeah. a part of, that's just a part of branding. I mm-hmm. feel like that's what we're working towards now. But, yeah, like he said, you just gotta, like, okay, like, I just dropped some, I just dropped some hoodies and stuff like that. But before I even drop them, I'm already thinking about my next mm-hmm. plan. You feel me on what I want to drop next, just to you know, be ahead of myself and try and make each drop harder than the last one. Just because like we're not at the stage where like you feel me, we could just drop anything and it's just gonna it's gonna sell. It's gonna like... sell. You feel me? Because even when we do drop something, we still got to sell the merchandise. You feel me? Like, we still got to do it like that. Even though we got a good little following on our brand and people know about our brand and stuff like that. But, you know, you still got to make people want your stuff. Yeah. That's the point where we at right now. So, man, like, getting the want your brand. What's, I guess, y'all marketing strategies? You know, what's some tips on marketing? How y'all market y'all brand? Um, I will. I ain't going to lie. I will say all of my marketing strategies and everything have come from Kappa Alpha Psi. I swear, like, just with us coming through, like, having to, you know, market parties and yard shows and all of that stuff, like, it makes this side of it kind of easy, like, in terms of having a brand. Like, we know how to basically make people interested in what we're posting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. basically getting people's attention, like, so. 
that's where all my marketing has literally come from. Like, yeah, just finding ways to be unique. Like, you know, the last video I just dropped as promotion was a whole bunch of, you know, 360 images of my merchandise along with, you know, some some music. And it's yeah. like, you know, I felt like that was something that's going to, you know, grab people's attention because I feel like now we kind of live in a society, like, especially us as millennials, like, when you look at your phone, especially on Instagram, you're going to scroll, you're going to scroll until something catches your attention. So mm-hmm. somebody will scroll past your stuff if it's not, you know, eye-catching. So that's what I have to say. Yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, that's definitely a, where the skill of promoting something, it definitely came from, from from promoting parties and, you know, just trying to get people involved. And you, you, know, you know how I go, you know, yeah, you got to yeah. promote parties and, you know, that's how you're going to make your money. You feel me? Yeah. You got to make people want to come to your event and stuff like that. And that's where we, uh, that's where I feel like I got my, you know, skill from promotion and stuff like that. But as far as like just marketing and stuff like that, my brand, I feel like I got to do more research on it. But um, just, you know, like I already got a big following on Instagram. So um, that helped me a lot already. But like marketing and stuff like that, I use maybe, um, you know, put it on rather than, you know, just, you know, drop it like, um, just dropping it, um, like as a product, you feel me? I know a lot of, a lot of brands do that. Um, you know, a lot of people like to see like, you know, when you take pictures with models and stuff like that, do a photo shoot, people like to see stuff like that, you know, so you can, they can visualize how they can put it together in their own, you know, in their own way, stuff like that. So stuff like that, you know, that's what, that's what we use to market our brand. Sounds good for sure, man. Just one last question for y'all, bro. Just for someone wanting to start their own brand, what's some advice y'all would give them? Um, with anything, I say this every time. Everybody asks me this, I say this consistency. That's the biggest thing for real, for real. To me, to me, that's the biggest thing is consistency. If you're consistent in anything you do, then, you know, it. it's only up. I feel like that's why I feel like man, just my experience from being consistent in anything that I wanted to do. Um, it's only brought me good things. So I say for me, you know, I say the same thing to everybody, too. Um, I tell them, you know, be creative. be creative and be unique. Like, find, like, same same way your coach used to tell you, like, you know, what makes you different from, you know, your teammate? What makes you different from this player? Like, yeah. it's the same concept in, you know, having a clothing brand. Like, what separates you from, you know, this brand and this brand? And I found what separated me off the jump just because, you know, okay, I know how to sew. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that a lot of brands are doing. So that's what I tell people because, I mean, it's a lot of stuff out here that looks similar, it looks the same, whatever. And it's like, how do you separate yourself from the next person, right? Like, why would I buy your stuff instead of his? Like, yeah. why? I definitely feel that, man. That's great advice to anybody in general, for real, man. I I appreciate you guys coming on the show for me. Thank you so much, guys. Y'all gave insightful, you know, insightful stuff for people who want to listen. But I appreciate it for real, bro. Appreciate y'all for having us. Appreciate you, sure. No problem, man. Anything y'all want to say, last words before you end the episode? Yeah, shop my horror code <laughs> at horror code IG, horror code.com, horror code on Twitter. I got you. You need your pants, Taylor, because they too big. You feel me? I got you. You got some old jeans. I got you. 
I got the merch too, so that's what I got. Yeah, we got that drip for sale. Yeah, Sevenfiguresvault.com, yeah. man. Follow us on Instagram. So it's S V N F G R S uh, on Instagram. Um, just shoot and, and keep keep listening to the sideline story, man. He about to get big on this one for sure. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. But well, that's the end.